Bev's Video Kingdom is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Bev's Video Kingdom. It is draft day. It is Christmas time. And that can only mean one thing. What's that? I feel it in my toes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we did love, actually, last week, the, the quintessential movie of romantic gestures. And thus, this week, we are drafting the most memorable romantic gestures in movies. I'm 100% excited to see like how many of the the dumb gestures we talked about that that get drafted here cuz so I, this one could be we 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 often talk about, you know, buying the t-shirt for the for the for, you know, buying the t-shirt to go to the see the band. I mean, we could be three or four t-shirts. We could be into the special edition t-shirts. <laughs> I mean, American Pie holds the record. They had they had two from theirs, and they I, almost had three. I think Love Actually could go three or four. All right, I'm just that's just my. So can I can I preface my draft with telling you guys that I have no Love Actually on my list? That that's well that, that that's great. I mean that's to my from my perspective that's perfect. Man, and now that I'm, I would about love it. it if Nate had four love actually <laughs> drafts. I please God, you know, what? four shirts on top of each other. I, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna get the long sleeve. I'm gonna put on it's the cold short out here, sleeve. I need layers. Hoodie. I got a windbreaker. I'm gonna have it all. So, all the love actually swag. The love actually. I got a hat. Okay, so uh, we, but we also have an awesome, awesome guest. So. Uh, our draft judge who, who I, I contacted him and I was like, here's some movies we got coming up. And he's like, I would kill to be on anything associated with love actually. So he's a huge love actually fan. Um, and so I said, okay, why don't you, we come on we'll, the, the draft pod. We'll talk a little bit about love actually, even though that we, we sort of ran that one, uh, over in the previous episode, we'll talk a little bit about that. And we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, what he's up to. And that's Cliff Chamberlain. Cliffy is a legit actor. He's been in a bunch of TV shows. He's had been a series regular uh, on Homeland. I'll, I'll give you the full rundown when I introduce him. But he's an ensemble member at uh, Steppenwolf Theater in Chicago, which is a major deal. So Cliff's a, he's an actor, but he also was uh, a friend of mine in high school. He was a roommate of mine in college. We've been friends for a long time. Uh, so we're going to kind of pick his brain a little bit about acting, about uh, Catherine Heigl, maybe. We'll I'm so stoked. Like a real, a real, uh, a real Hollywood person. He's a serious dude. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. So Cliffy, and he's a great guy. Um, and so he's going to be on with us to judge, to talk a little acting, to talk a little bit of love, actually. So that's later in the pod. So we're going to draft. We've got romantic gestures. Does anyone have any clarifying questions or issues? <clears throat> Does it have to be romantic? Yeah. So, the, <laughs> so I say yes. So like, there were a bunch of like, like love, loving gestures that I left off my list because they were platonic type gestures, like sacrifices for someone you love, but they oh. were not, it wasn't of the romantic sort. It's got to be romantic. And then, does it have to be done by one of the two people that is like involved in the relationship? Or, yes. Ooh, I, that's a. I don't yeah. know where you're going with that. No, I we'll say with, yes. Yes. Okay. 
You say yes, it <laughs> does. There, can you it has an, to be you, one of the two involved I agree. Since people. we're going to disqualify it, can you give us an example? Okay, of so, I mean, our movie, Love Actually, when when Peter, like, gets them to do the, at the end of their wedding, like, with all the trumpets and the, the all you need is love. Are you going to pick that? I would. No, argue, no, no, I'm not going to pick but, that. Well, but I would argue that that is a romantic gesture towards for her. her. Okay. Yeah. I would argue that I want you to pick that because that's a shit pick. Oh. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> the friend? As we already talked about. Yeah. You hate the friend. I mean, there's, there's, uh, we, Ooh. go listen to our pod. Oh, we got into it. <laughs> Vitriol, anger. Oh, man. Um, I'm still kind of, not sure if I'm getting divorced again. or not. I mean, <laughs> I we're, we're going to find out. All right. Well, yeah, if you missed that one, uh, Brad's wife, Melissa, was on as uh, the drinking with Melissa section. And uh, she is a she and I share a real uh, love of love, actually. So if you want to go back and uh, run that one through and you missed it, you should. All right. Brad, do you have a draft? one? Yeah. You know what? I I decided I hadn't done it in a while. I decided to uh, write a letter Santa Claus. Oh, wrote that letter. And I said, Santa, all I want for Christmas is a draft order. He was like, fuck, I got to go have a gunfight with Walton Goggins. <laughs> and I'll be back to uh, check out your uh, letter that you wrote me. Yeah, he avoided Walton Goggins. And uh, <laughs> then he went ahead and wrote me a letter. And in return, it said, picking first, Zach. Ooh. I love Picking it. second, which I feel like I've been second like constantly, is myself. Is Nick. Oh, sorry. Picking third, Nick. God damn it. That and on the reach I get another reach. Reach oh, is Nate. I love, I love it. And as we start this draft, let's just know that right now the standings five, five, four, four. It is close as can be. So that's me. Who's at five? That's Nick and Nate. I, I, some people have five. Nick and Nate some people have four five. wins. Right. I, I know we can talk names and stuff. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, some of us have five wins, some of us have four wins. So it's very close. No one can tell the difference between us anyway. So right. Know. It doesn't matter. It's super fucking close, you guys. I'm so glad to be in the conversation. <laughs> I mean, Zach, Zach has Zach had a massive dead. comeback. Zach's worked his ass off. I'm proud of him. Yeah. How's the sex been? Yeah. You're, you're, has your wife rewarded you for those four wins? Yeah. 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 Oh. She's had to couple, take a couple days off work. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. That's uh, that's that's what we're here for. That's what this pot is here for. The spirit of the holidays. Getting people laid. <laughs> Whether it's you listeners or ourselves, that's all we want. All right. Let's do it. Who's, who's oh my gosh. Here we Zach go. is okay. our leadoff and he seems is there a So I'm going with, with one that I didn't think was gonna get to me because I didn't I never have first pick. So I'm gonna go with I think many would argue is the most romantic gesture. I don't know why. It's kind of dumb, but is that a question? I'm going to go with John Cusack with Peter Gabriel's In Your Eyes going uh, with the with the boom box. Say anything. I say I, anything. I feel like that's the number one overall. I think. I think that when you guys said romantic gesture in film, that is what the first thing that came to mind. And that's what I'm going to go with. It's the song that ends my, uh, my wife and I. We have a, our wedding video and it's the last song. That ends it. Well, dude, Peter Gabriel. Do, do you have that's baby making music? Do, do you bro. have just a picture of you holding a boombox? It's a still <laughs> for the last. No, it fades out with that song. It's beautiful. It's, the it's dope. Nice. The dope thing about Peter Gabriel CDs is that you can put them on and it's like some baby making music. And then if things go a little long, and then all of a sudden you're like making love to like a full African choir with like all sorts <laughs> of like uh, crazy instruments and shit going on, it's uh, it can get really wild. Is, is Sledgehammer your baby making music, <laughs> bro? I'm telling you right now. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, that's a good pick, though. I I, I gotta like that pick. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, it to me, it feels like it is the sort of if we if, if truly we stick to the category and it's the right. most memorable. I mean, there's is there any scene that's more like it's the first one? Everyone, yes, yeah. it comes to your mind. Right. The, the problem with it, though, as Zach points out, is it's kind of weird and creepy. Yeah, I don't love it, but I'm just saying that if you're thinking of romantic gestures in film, that's the one that's that the everybody one thinks up. of. I, I, I do have to tell a quick story about my my wedding video, and this is going to be short and sweet, but it's. In our wedding video, we're still not sure if our videographer is a homophobe or not. Did he just film your wife, like in Love Actually? <laughs> I don't think that would be homophobic. Well, I'm, okay. He's like, I can't get that guy in there. That'd make me gay if I had him in the fucking frame. <laughs> no, what happens is there's uh, uh, there's a kind of little montage, and it's set to uh, That's Amore. And in that part, uh, in one part of the song, it says something uh, like a gay Tarantella, I think is what it says. Oh, Tarantino is what they're trying to say. Like no. a gay Tarantino. No, no, no. He really likes guys' feet. I think it's Tarantella. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. But when it says the word gay, we had like a wedding planner guy that was, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if he's gay. I have no clue. And he's kind of making this flourish talking about the space like at our rehearsal. And right as he does this whole kind of like with his arms, it says like a gay Tarantella. And it's like, did he intentionally edit this to have the part where our wedding planner was doing like this little movement? Oh, where the where gay guy was kind on of film? gay. Interesting. And then it says gay. And we were just we've thought about this for years. But every time we watch the video, we kind of we're just like, did he do that? I'm gonna go with. I feel like at this point, it's worth asking him. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Oh, with I, I, no, we had no like relationship with the dude afterwards. Well, yeah. I'm because yeah. you were like, we don't talk to homophobes. Just maybe openly accuse him of it. And yeah. He also he also, <laughs> he also spelled he also spelled my wife's name wrong in the video. So I think you should call him out on a public forum. Yeah, and <laughs> some, uh, some sort of vehicle that will disseminate it publicly. Seventeen years later, we says. should try to get him canceled. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like like our podcast. <laughs> All right, Nick. Was that enough time? No, it's not. Oh, it's Brad's it's pick. Me. I, I stalled on yes, myself. Yes, that was fine. I still got a pick to go through. I think it'll be enough time. Oh my lord! I There's stalled. a lot of processing I going on right now. On myself here, and I really have no clue what direction to go. There's some good ones on the board. Oh, oh boy, 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 boy. I'm glad that no one argued with that as the one of one because yeah, uh, it, it, it made me sad because I was. But it's a weird. I mean, I totally am yeah. with you on the way you feel about it. It's like you have to pick it, but you hate yourself for doing it. Plus, with most decisions I make in my life, <laughs> Zach's over there just pounding pizza. And I apologize for my one pizza eating. So I love it. This is going to be weird because I'm going to go with something that um, <laughs> is a small gesture, and it's it's very close because it's something that we did recently on the pod. Ooh, I'm going to go with Peter takes down the photo in forgetting Sarah. Oh Marshall. man, that's Dude. a good one. I think it's early, but it's a really it's a good little one. early. I but I just, I mean, he knows he's going to take an ass whooping to do it, and I mean that's as romantic as it gets. When you're like, Brad. I'm going to get my ass beat to do it, but I'm going to go ahead and do the thing that I think would be most meaningful to this person. Brad, I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you the ultimate compliment right now. I think that was an absolutely amazing pick. That's a Zach pick. That you could have gotten in the that fourth. Zach, yeah. will never, <laughs> Zach will never take that again because he's continued Coming to win. Coming from you, Zach. Zach has won the and last two drafts meaningful. for not making that pick. That in is his draft. a perfect example of American Psycho in the first round. <laughs> that that it, it had, had, had Zach wanted to lose this draft. <laughs> hey, but I mean, dude, hey, Brad's absolutely right. Like, he's risking life and limb 
from Native Islanders. Uh, life and limb, that's a little dramatic, <laughs> that, but you're probably right. The so. guy said he would have cut his nuts off. I'm telling you, Brad knows Hawaiians. Brad, tell us about tell us about your 0% Hawaiian heritage. <laughs> <laughs> My family does live in Hawaii. Yeah, the, the Howleys. Uh, <laughs> your family has invaded Hawaii. The the, the wow. Portuguese are kind of dickheads. <laughs> yeah. All, all our Portuguese listeners, I apologize, but yeah. Um, but no, yeah, that's I. That's, I mean, anytime you're going to take a beating for a girl, it's it's pretty. Uh, I think that's an amazing pick, and it didn't make my list. And it makes me sad. It makes me sad. It didn't make my for, list. For once, Nick over there is just chomping at the bit. Yeah. All right, Nick. What is what was the actual number two? He's like the Mila. number one, two of two. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Oh man, Swayze, Dirty Dancing, the climactic scene, the climax. What? Now, like. Zach's nodding me like what movie? When he Zach? picks when he picks her up and spins no. her around? No. The he, end. He interrupts the, the show and interrupts the yeah. yeah. All right. Well I'm gonna take the correct one of one. I, I wait, wait, hold on. I need, I need more description here because I'm I'm not very just familiar put, with Dirty Dancing. Put, nobody puts nobody baby puts baby, baby in, in a corner. corner. Oh, he says that in that scene? Yeah. Okay. Hot. Not 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 in the What does he interrupt? The, he interrupts what kind of show? It's a it's like a school recital. She's in eighth grade. <laughs> It was her eighth grade graduation. <laughs> yep. <laughs> was it a wedding? Who was like, I'm going to make a speech. No, uh, no it was a dance. It's a dance, it's a dance performance, I think. Yeah, because they had been working on their dirty dancing, so it was dirty dancing show. Yeah, because right? there's nothing that a girl likes more than when she's about to showcase something and you take the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> that's that my favorite part Swayze, of this draft. Swayze didn't is that's know going to be like, that. why it's problematic. <laughs> we can point it out constantly. That's, uh, that's going to be a fun part of this draft. All right, so my one of one is Richard Gere getting over his fear of heights. Yeah. To climb up the ladder of the fire escape. That was number two on my list. And show his love yeah, that was... for Julia. Oh, Pretty woman. That's the correct one of one. I, uh... I tease Zach by saying his was the one, but this is the one. Can we talk about how hot Julia... Um... We got a movie pod, Julia, guys, you know, it's, it's very Dreyfus. famous. Dude, I think that's uh, that's a good one. Okay, and for two, and maybe this might sink me because I, I, I went I went too hard on this movie in a previous draft, but uh, I'm <laughs> going to go back to the well. I'm going to go with Noah builds her dream house in the notebook as my second pick. Perhaps a controversial question as to whether that's the correct scene. Uh, I'm going to say that's the wrong scene, but good good try, bud. It was okay. a good effort. Okay. Maybe next time you'll pick the right <laughs> I haven't been known to miss I right specifically put Noah builds her dream house, the notebook. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. That's what I wrote down. Gosling. Noah Gosling. She got gozzled. She got <laughs> gozzled. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches be getting gozzled all over the place. <laughs> After arguably um, wanting a divorce... Pouncing into a room of divorcees, oh. saying, you complete me. Um, oh. Zell Wigger tells Mr. Jerry Maguire to just shut up. You had me at hello. You had me at hello. I like Renee Zell. We live in too. a cynical word. Well, <laughs> world. A cynical. Cynical. World. Oh, I, I do that. not like Tom Cruise, <laughs> but I like uh, I like Renee, Renee Zell Wigger. I think she has bad taste in that movie. She, she, that's a that's a good pick. That's a great movie. It might be a reach, but it's good. No, pick. I think that's a good pick. That's a good pick. There's a lot I just of don't like. There. I just don't like Tom Cruise. A lot of people like that movie. All right, <laughs> I've got one in my pocket that I'm just. Oh man, if one of y'all pick it, I'm gonna be pissed. But let's see. Is it a romantic gesture? Is that you in just your give... pocket, or are you just excited to be sitting? By <laughs> <you>? <laughs> 
Oh, I can go Pixar here. I can go all sorts of directions. <laughs> but I was <laughs> I can, I can go, go Pixar, Disney I can animation. go Muppets. I don't know which go way up. to go. But as I was gonna say, is it a romantic gesture to just give the girl the D? Well, it depends on how he, the delivery, I guess. <laughs> all That's right, hundred percent true. Nate. My next pick here. <laughs> so far, my picks have involved my my first pick involved a man putting himself in danger for a girl. I'm gonna go with that as well. I'm gonna go with Leo scaling the walls in Romeo and Juliet, oh. going into uh, Capulet territory to put himself in danger and profess his love. I love that pick, but I feel, I feel, I think, I, again, I think you could have got that in the fourth round. I feel like that's a pander because uh, our judge uh, may have uh, maybe may, may know uh, Claire Danes well, but just ooh, actually, honestly, <laughs> I know you said that earlier, <laughs> oh and I did not even God. think about it until just now. <laughs> just, that's that's, that's just the chef's light, kiss right there on that pick light. is what that is. Please story. Okay. Can I pick the time that Jordan Catalano made out with uh, Claire Danes and then didn't call her again? <laughs> It was like Ooh. the most romantic thing that he did on My So-Called Life. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just talking about good I'll stuff. take here. your mother, Dorothy Mantooth, out <laughs> for, for a nice steak food. dinner. And never call her again. Ooh, that's a pretty romantic gesture. Oh, yeah. So you should pick that, Nick. When Vince Vaughn kisses Ron Burgundy on the forehead. <laughs> Are we back to number one? We're back to number one. It's my pick. Rip yeah, out. finally. Ace. Guys, I got some picks here. And I get the wrap, right? You get the wrap. You do. Oh, see. <sighs> I hate to tell you guys, but I want to revisit the notebook, but I'm not going to. You should. I'm not going to. We need three. I think there's a clear there's a clear winner from the notebook, and there's still two parts, two things that you could pick. You should pick them both right now, then. Yeah, pick them both. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do that. Man, okay, this is tough, guys. All right, so with my pick, I'm gonna go, and this pains me because there's other stuff I want to take. I'm going to go Steve Carell selling all of his toys and memorabilia in order to start his life with his new lady friend out that's of 40-year-old version. That's a fun pick. I love the idea of him, you know, the metaphor of him letting go of his uh, single virginness and uh, getting rid of all his nerd toys and uh, putting it into his relationship with, uh, what's her fucking name? I can't remember. Catherine Keener. Keener. Yep, exactly. I, I love that pick, both because it's really not a romantic gesture and also... And it's going to get win uh, number six, really, possibly. Really you don't think that's a romantic gesture? I think that's the I ultimate mean, romantic gesture from a nerdy dude that has a bunch <laughs> of fucking figurines. He's like, I will sell all of my figurines to prove to you that I love you. I think that's the ultimate romantic I love, gesture. I love it. Let's let you do that. I mean, he could just fucking... He's still alive, He though. could just have He's some, like, fucking... A lot of movies. He could where, have some poster board where he wrote some shit in Sharpie on it, but I uh, guess... Uh, a lot of movies where Steve Carell's <laughs> character dies in a lot of movies. as a romantic gesture, I'm just saying. I don't be like that. a lot that. worse. Like when he, when he blows you, himself you don't up. Like, you don't like the dark side of, of characters I, dying? For, I, think that, I, I, I love that pick, and that's a, that's a pick for me. But I'm going to go with my next pick, and I think this is the ultimate romantic gesture, and this it pains me because it's uh, from The Notebook. But the ultimate romantic gesture is when his lady gets dementia and he goes back and is reading her the story of their love life and she doesn't remember who he is. That's a good. I mean, if we're talking romantic gestures, does it get bigger than that? I mean, that's fucking take your toy pick off and let's jump right to that. (laughs) I'm just saying. I think from the Notebook, a lot of people think the rain scene is cool, but I'm like, fuck, I've stood in the rain before. That ain't, but that ain't cool. You're just an old man and you want to go and fucking read the story of your love to some chick that doesn't even remember who you are. That's That's so baller. I I put on here. 
or reading the story of her love life when she has dementia. Yep. Does that work? I like that. It's a winning, all right. it's a winning pick. Every day, supposedly. They all know him and shit. They're like, oh, it's the Gozzles. It's like the more serious version <laughs> of Fifty First Dates. Yeah, Fifty First Dates has some, there's some problematic shit in that movie too. Rudy. <laughs> oh, man. I've still got my one in my pocket. I don't know if I bring it out yet. It's bulging. You might want to get it out. Got a <laughs> Muppet in your pocket. <laughs> bring out Kermit uh, boy. Or no, I guess it would be the Miss Piggy that does the romantic gestures for Kermit. That's right. All right. I'm going to, you know what? This is coming out a left field. Out of left field. You guys are going to just I love probably it. shit on it. it. That's fine. I have no problem with that. Throw the draft, Brad. But I'm going to go ahead and take a posthumous. A dead guy? Romantic gesture. Well, that's a good pick. It's not out of left field. I'm going to take Carl taking his house to Paradise Falls in the movie Up. Because it's got one of the most romantic scenes ever in the history of movies. The opening montage that that basically brings you to tears unless you have no heart. And then Carl spends the rest of the movie trying to get his wife's house to Paradise Falls where they were supposed to go together. That's a a Romantic as fuck. It's an unreal pick, but it's not as romantic as reading to her every day and she doesn't (laughs) know who you are. I like that pick a lot, though. That old chick was hot. Some of those early old photos. Yeah. Oh, dude, banging <laughs> with the freaking horn rim glasses. That Pixar. Mm. All right, Nikki, what do you got? All right, I got. Um, this is a life and death scenario. Oh, I like that. It involves Leo. Oh, he gives Rose Ooh. the floating door. Yeah, at the end. Oh, he knows. He knows that he's a goner. He knows that she has a chance. He puts her on the door, tries to soothe her, let make her think everything's going to be okay. Zach's crying as I'm speaking right now. Man, we brought that shit up, I think, recently where there was plenty of other shit out in the ocean. There was a lot of other objects A lot of floating objects. They could have found one. They could have made it happen. Yeah. He was so focused Even, on Rose. Yeah. He's like, I can't spend the rest of my life with this girl. He was like, those are the best. <laughs> Go find Billy Zane floating in the water. Greatest boobs I ever drew. <laughs> oh man! I, so see, I, I, I'm just gonna say I disagree with that pick because I feel like God, they both could have survived. I thought you were gonna say because he, he drew better boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so the, there are so many good ones left here. This is gonna be a painful. You've field. got two it's picks. It's gonna be hard. I know, and picks. even with two, it's too. There's there's too many good ones. Yeah. All right. Next one's easy to just to infuriate Zach. I'm taking the note cards from Love Actually. Oh, okay. That's the worst fucking pick I've ever heard. <laughs> that is terrible. I love Super it. romantic. I love fucking hitting on my best friend's girl. <laughs> makes me happy. I love that. I love that scene. Hey, just because you're married to my best friend, I want you to know I want to put my dick inside you. <laughs> All right? Can't wait till you get those teeth fixed and star in fucking a pirate movie. Wait, wait. Uh, it, oh, wait, you Nate, can't read? Nate, it's, oh, not, it's not it. romantic gestures. We're, we're doing the stalker. I don't can't read. <laughs> She's like, do you, <laughs> do you have the audio version? All she sees is the picture of her, her looking. Like, She's like, just yeah. say it. He's like, I'm trying to be quiet because my best friend is in there that you're married to. That's the worst fucking pick I've ever heard. The carolers on this boombox sound a lot like human carolers. <laughs> okay. And then uh, for my last pick, 
And we moved on too quickly from that. That was fucking gross. Dude, yeah, I mean, why is it romantic? We talked about I, it. I like, I, li- I, I like, I like. Yeah, it's, that's true. We, we I like. We've un- dissected it. I we like unrequited horse. love. I'm a. I'm, I like the unrequited love. He, hey. he, he, he's, he tells her and then he lets it go. If that dude was 14, that shit's okay. <laughs> that dude's fucking 40 years old and he's got a fucking <laughs> boner for his best friend's wife. Oh, I'm sorry, man. dude. Romance finds finds its way into strange places. All right, next pick. All right, so the final pick. I've been I'm debating between three musical gestures. <laughs> okay, I know one of them. I think least. I know one. I don't think you do because I think there's there's a fourth one that that I wouldn't pick. Well, you said three, and I said there's one that. Okay, so well, I think the one you think is not it. Okay, I think I gotta go with an old favorite. I'm going to go with the wedding singer. Uh, that's the last thing. I about. think that's the pick. He goes, I want to, he writes, I want to grow old with you. He enlists Billy Idol. It's a sick ass song. It's a great song. It's a great scene. It's funny. It's romantic. It's all the way good. To grow yeah. old with you. It's like super tender and like the way that he plays it, it doesn't, so it's not over the top. I love it. Yep. Yep. So that's my, that's, that's how I'm going to That was going to be my last I put play. Robbie Serenade's Julie on the plane. Does that work? I like it. All right. Why did you, that's the pick I was thinking of. So, I, well, but I'm saying I, I thought you were there. There was there's one. Okay, well, comes we up got a little more often than after Rands or also Rands. I like that pick though. Nick for six, man. That's all it is. This is you picking six. a Star Wars pick? Was that a Darth Vader noise for six? <laughs> when Luke took off his dad's helmet. <laughs> Three words, most romantic words in movie history. As you wish. Oh, Princess Bride. But what does he do? Okay, he just so that throws a, himself down a I, hill. I had this on my list, but I had very As much trouble saying what's the actual wish. gesture. The gesture is the start of the movie because it doesn't change. It's he's in love with her from the start of the movie, and it doesn't change. So you can just say the start of the movie, but just say "as you wish." Because see, this is one of those ones that I'm like in my head. I'm like, oh, pick that, Nick. That's a fucking losing pick. <laughs> and then also, like the judge could overanalyze it and be like, oh my god, Wesley loved her so much. You know what Romantic I mean? Romantic gesture. What's the gesture? That's 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 my question, to you, Nick. Can what is you the gesture? The only gesture I can think of, I don't want to give him a fucking. No, okay, I, that, okay, that's so why I said, like, "Hey, Nick." So, what's I the pick, <laughs> so I have to pick a scene. I wanted to pick that too because it's one of the greatest love stories of all time. <clears throat> so I have to pick a scene. You have to uh, pick a gesture. <clears throat> Killing Russ doesn't count, or I guess it could. Yeah, it would be. Fuck. I see. I want to help you out, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I know. I know the winner. It's rolling down the hill saying, as you wish. Okay. Okay. Put that on there. That's the correct choice. I don't believe it is. You don't think so? That's when she well, realizes who's it, who it is. It's already on the card, so. Gets killed and comes back to life. Oh, that's not bad either. Reincarnation he for your love. He doesn't say, as you wish, though. Well, yeah, you made the wrong choice. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> oh, man. I love that movie. It's okay. The I, mean, I, I was thinking. As you wish into everything. everything His the movie. story of... of what he said to the dread all pirate, the stuff pirate that he Roberts does, yeah. seems like that could be also the romantic gesture. He fought for his life against the He's most on vicious the boat pirate with the, the dread pirate Roberts, and then freaking ends up taking over for him, and then climbs that. I don't hill. know, but, but that's a good pick. I like the West. I put Wesley rolls down the hill, saying, "As you wish, Princess Bride." That's I like a it. Solid pick. I am not left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> when you said it, that's the first thing I thought of is when he jumps down the hill and says, "As you wish." I lo- I love that scene, but all at right. the same time, and she goes. Oh my dear sweet, my dear sweet Wesley! And she jumps over and freaking goes <laughs> and down. And she tumbles. Yeah. 
Man, oh, oh well, it's that's out a, there. That's yeah. a sneaky pick, Nick, because that's a really great love story. And I, I think need two more picks because he's going to overanalyze it and give you more points. Sorry, Brad, go as ahead. As he should, yeah. I have my my <laughs> my one I've said is in my pocket is still there, and I don't know if I want to do it now Ugh. because there's also one that is just great that would make for great pod. But I'm going to go ahead and put that one in the pocket, and it'll be in the also rans. Maybe it would have won the draft for me, but we'll see later. All right, so my pick officially is going to be from uh, one of my favorite all-time movies. It's in my top ten. That is Amelie, and it's the scavenger hunt that she puts her uh, her love interest in. What movie is it again? Chocolat. Amelie. I've what literally never seen that. Because Amelie? you guys are, are <laughs> dumb. I'm, I'm positive. I'm uneducated. Is, that is it Amelie? Is that how you fucking say Amelie. it? Amelie. It's French, bro. I'm a, I just I'm, watched I'm, an I'm, awesome like, French movie last night called Inside. If you guys want to be fucking terrified out of your minds, you guys got to watch that. But I've no, thank Amelie. You. I thought it was it. What? Amelie? Yes. Amelie. Okay. I've, I, I've no, that way you said it. Like so that. did you I'm, tie, I'm with Cliff. What's the romantic? He, so he knows happens? movies. He's going to be like, oh, he'll yeah. have seen it. What happens in what, that movie? Yeah. The girl uh, she with put, the prominent she puts, lipstick. What happens? No, she does. She does a bunch of things for all sorts of people in her town. But the the main her love interest she puts through this whole scavenger it involves a photo booth involves um costumes and all sorts of little secret messages to get this guy and it's like one it's the last scene basically it kind of takes place over the last 30 minutes of the movie i'll, I'll allow it <laughs> <laughs> all right zach where are you finishing I, there's a lot of there's a lot on the board here that's wow. going film school that's pandering so damn it it's my pick. Brad's well, that's gonna, a double. Brad's gonna win. I'm just gonna throw some also rans out there. Don't yet before I make the last pick. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, no, no. We save also rans for later. There's two last picks. Okay. There's one from a teen movie, and there's one from a movie with my lady love Jennifer Lawrence. And I'm gonna go Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence <sighs> at the end of Silver Lines Playbook. Oh. Oh, you don't think no, so? Oh, no. you, you think the dancing was the biggest, no, was the big no, enough no, uh, no, romantic gesture? I don't think so. I think I think at the very end when he slowly chases her down outside of the outside of the place and uh, gives her the letter and she doesn't want to read it because she thinks it's to the other girl yeah, yeah, and uh, and she reads it and he says I wrote that a week ago and he says I love you and she says okay and they make out and it's fucking so you love that you love, you love that shit. movie too I love that I love I love that movie, love that movie. God, we got it that that one's gonna come on the pod but yeah. I, I love that one. Okay. Oh, that's good. Is, is Cliffy? I mean, I'm sure he's seen all these movies. But I think he has so. not. Is he? Is he informed of the YouTube proxy? I, I and, think he, he's a listener, so I think okay. he he knows the Scotch Beck so, strategy, which he may not adopt fully, but I'm sure he will. He will look stuff. What up. was the Silver Lanes playbook part that you thought that you? That I, I was wasn't. Gonna I was the dancing. Of, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about a different movie. Oh, okay, I heard okay, Bradley okay, Cooper, okay. and I started thinking Shallow in uh, Star Is Born. Oh, when he kills himself. <laughs> How on brand would that have been? Like <laughs> when Bradley Cooper knows that he's no good uh, for her and he kills himself when, instead when he, of staying with her. When he finishes the, <laughs> when he finishes the song, Zach's ruining all my best movies by pointing out all the terribleness. Um, when he pisses himself on the stage. When he when he when he when he finishes the song and then surprises her by like having an arrangement ready to go and, and getting her to sing it on stage yeah. with him. Amazing. Yeah. Hey, I, I want to say just real quick off this off the get though. Good job staying away from Love Actually because I was trying to like push it that I thought some of y'all would take some Love Actually because no, I, I did not that, want to take I, them at all. I mean, there's, I mean, <laughs> the biggest romantic gesture in Love Actually is the little kid uh, learning Sam how to play the, the drums, drums in like two For weeks sure. and then playing in the show. And, and then well, uh, and running through the airport's kind of cool. If, I also think or or the final credits. Yeah, 
What about the final credits? I didn't watch that shit. I turned it off. <laughs> just a romantic gesture in a the movie. The movie's already two it's hours like, and I mean, all the, all the seconds. All the actual footage of real people like right. hugging? Right. That's okay. like a random, that's a Brad pick for this draft. Yeah. So the, that's a Brad well, pick. Okay, no, here, here, I got I to gotta describe. My one I pocketed the whole time was Amelie. And then when it came down to it, I almost went with Return of the King, Lord of the Rings, Samwise carrying Frodo up Mount Doom. It would have been a sleeper. Because Samwise wants to bone Frodo? Hey. Hey. Is, is that? Hey. <laughs> I don't know specifically his feelings, but there was a lot of love in him carrying this him up This is a whole there. genre of Hobbit gay porn that I, uh, that's untapped. <laughs> I think we, uh, I think we need to tap it. No, like, I don't think it's Harry untapped. Foot. I think it's very much tapped. Harry <laughs> Hobbit gay <laughs> porn. <laughs> it's very much tapped, but it, I think it would have been a nice pick. Sam and Frodo are getting okay. it on all I, of a sudden. Fucking Gollum just like runs in for like a spider monkey. <laughs> I heard you got a He's leak. Like, it's a threesome. You got a leak of the pipes. You got a fix. Gollum you know, I mean, Sam White has a love for Frodo. He has a love for Frodo that is uh, uh, very deep. So yeah. I almost went if we're since we're talking about 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 gay gestures because there's not a lot of like gay love yeah. films, right? There there are more now. So I looked, I went to Brokeback, and I was, but but I think the only the, the only scene is kind of a sad one, which is like you know posthumously he he takes the shirt and like he has the shirt in his closet, yeah. which is like not really a romantic gesture. But it's not when a, he spits on his hand first. Oh, that's <laughs> Brad. Oh, Brad, come on, <laughs> Jesus, that's not romantic. You didn't Jesus. have to spit. <laughs> All right. So if we're, going to love, if we're going back to love, actually. If we're going to revisit my favorite pod moment, can we make a bookmark right there, please? Um, love, actually, he learns Portuguese, similar to learning the drums. So that's a that's a Actually, that's pretty bad. And he shows badass. up and like speaks to her in Portuguese. That, the problem is that that's one of my least favorite, like threads as really as yeah, yeah. you just don't like portuguese did we watch two different movies there's people. a lot of a portuguese hate with brad hating on his family there too chasing um, amy Alyssa buys the painting for holden um when they're in the diner and it kind of sets up where he finally like believes that she loves him and so he he makes his move not notting hill she buys a she uh julia roberts for for q grant buys the actual painting of the print that's hanging in his shop and then says i'm just a girl she has the i'm just a girl speech and and delivers the painting to him. yeah they ripped off chasing amy so <laughs> I, I i mean the big one the big one that i had trouble uh not taking was heath ledger and 10 things i hate about you when he sings can't take my eyes off of you with the school band on the uh so that's the, the music field. one that i thought that brad was thinking of and i don't i don't love that one i love I've, that i've never one. seen the movie so. it's it's a really good movie and it's it's not bad the other the other uh movie one or the other music one that i wanted there are actually two pitch perfect she at the end the finale she she works in uh the end the, the breakfast club right fist in the air which is uh which is a nice like just her, his favor her whatever. gesture for him yeah. and then uh there's also one that you guys haven't probably seen but there's a movie called 10 years where he writes this song called never had that's about this girl that he sees back at the reunion and it's it's incredible I mean, speaking of music there. we could have said sing street the the kid starting a band oh yeah that's just for his ah, that's a really that's good a good one. one brad that's a good one yeah. the big one a big one for me that i wanted to pick but it just i thought it would maybe either go over great or go over wrong is john favreau and swingers leaving 57 voicemails for that uh <laughs> for that chick that he meets at the bar that is good that, i think that, that's, that was a romantic gesture but <laughs> he's yeah. trying to be romantic <laughs> that's oh man one of the most uncomfortable scenes so, it's insanely uh, uncomfortable. whitney houston the bodyguard singing to kevin costner oh one of the most what I, about kevin costner the, saving her life taking a bullet yeah, yeah but whitney houston at the end Singing that to cost singing is way more important than taking a bullet. 
Um, okay, from the notebook, the other, the third scene, the, the rain fer- scene, the Ferris wheel. Yeah, um, he hangs on the Ferris wheel, uh, and uh, you know, a little psychotic. Sorry, kind of psychotic again. Very Juno, uh, Elliot Page puts the orange Tic Tacs in Michael Sarah's uh, mailbox. Yeah, Rushmore, he builds an aquarium. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> which is a great. This is so, so good. A movie full of romantic gestures. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could say all his plays are like basically like romantic gestures. The girl next door. So there's a there's oh. a couple. So it's just the the just the going up and making out with her at the party, which oh, is just so a, good. Just a great move. And then you just got him going up for the uh, the scholarship award, where he goes up and just you know says, "Is the juice worth the squeeze?" Well, and if we're going to that one, there's a third one, which is at the porn convention. He goes up and gives her the folded up. Yeah, which the is drawing. kind of like a romantic right. thing when it he's is. kept the drawing, it but it's also a little bit like he's a little pissed, so yeah. it's hard to say. But yeah. that that movie is, yeah, I love that movie. What about uh, the guy in Road Trip, like traversing the world to go and uh, see his old lady, who I believe is already cheating on him? Um, he was actually trying to go get the sex tape that he didn't want her to see. Right? Oh, that's what. I mean. <laughs> So, that's still pretty romantic. So romantic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Return of the King, uh, uh, also Lord of the Rings. Uh, Liv Tyler as Arwen. She gives up her long life for Aragon, which is uh, what about what about speaking of Liv Tyler? What about Ben Ben Affleck uh, blowing up a a meteor that's pretty- in order to save his old lady mm-hmm. or the whole the sh- world? <laughs> <laughs> one of one of one, one of a few. It's pretty romantic. Beauty and the Beast. He gives her a library. Uh, never been kissed. She uh, apologizes in the newspaper and then waits on the uh, plate or wakes on the, the, the pitcher's mound. Is it romantic of the beast to give her a library? He's like, no one's ever been in here. It's, it's all, yours. Well, yeah, it's, it's so you're my hostage. Like, yeah, but you, you read? Okay, fine. Go read. I can't read. I eat with my mouth. Here we go. <laughs> Rocky Four. Adrian shows up in Russia. Oh. So, okay, and even just Rocky creepy. One, just Adrian saying, I love you yeah. after Rocky kind of goes, you know, you know, uh, toe to toe with Apollo, and that's the first time I think she says it in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Casablanca. Rick arranges escape for uh, Isla and her husband. Sets her free. Sets what about what about Patrick Swayze uh, giving to me more the gift of the orgasm while she's making uh, pottery? As you said earlier, you know, is given the D romantic? Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. It depends on how you deliver. Uh, Disney Tangled. This is almost this is almost when I thought about drafting. Uh, Finn Rider sacrifices himself. He he uh, cuts Rapunzel's hair at the end, even though he knows it's going to mean he's going to die. Finn Rider's a punk bitch, and Mother Gothel <laughs> dies because of it. So it was a pretty sweet move by him. Finn Rider's a punk bitch. <laughs> Finn Rider's a cool ass character, yeah, man. Why is a punk? Punk bitch. That's I'm not. not nice. in, I'm not in with these guys that halfway through the movie realize they're good guys. Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> Overboard. Goldie Hawn jumps into the water, reenacting the uh, uh, the story oh. of the uh, the lost lovers in the ocean. Damn, that's a good call. Overboard. When yeah, Harry, anytime you can bring Kurt Russell. When Harry met Sally, he runs to the party to kiss her by midnight. Uh, oh, I love you, man. At the end, I love you, man. Yeah, not romantic. Uh. Proclamation of love, yeah, not a romantic gesture. He's not they're, 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 no no argument that they're he's they're not Samwise level openly interested in, in who's being, the I wrestled with this. who's the girl in the in that relationship between Siegel and Paul Rudd? Paul. It's uh, it's uh, Rudd, right? It's Rudd. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back to the Future. Nick's so disappointed uh, that that's the answer. Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> he just shook his head like he flashed water on his face. <laughs> Papa McFly punches out Biff. Definitely, maybe, which Dang, you guys should appreciate game. more. 
he finds the book that she's been searching for, but then he holds it out on her for a while and she's pissed. Yeah, that well, I want to go back to Back to the Future. Romantic gesture? He pulls he Biff out of the car and he's like, punches him. Oh, dude, that's We've so talked a lot good. about that's true. Okay, violence and Get it your damn his, hands. His, his, his off expectation her, is going to be Marty McFly. It's going to be yeah. a fake punch, and then he actually still goes with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like Crispin this. Glover, bro. My dude. P.S. Yeah. I love you. He leaves, he dies and leaves a whole bunch of love letters to remind her how great she is. All right, is. now we're getting into weird Nate movies. Oh, what? <laughs> yes, I love no, you. That's good. That's good. 16 Candles. Everybody forgets her birthday, but oh, like yeah, he Sexy gets... Mike makes the cake. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Colin Firth buys Bridget Jones a new diary. <laughs> no, Nate's just going, straight, see from that one he's going straight from the list now. He's going, he's straight going for the romantical list. No, this is all uh, like solid. Let's picks. get judged. I have to pee. <laughs> yes. Where, where, Nate's wait, got a long, where did we, where did we I got a lot of romantic gestures. Where's Cliff at? Uh, you know, so since Cliff is joining us via Zoom, we had to figure out a way to send him to the dark web. We put him in Hollyweird. Is he hanging out with the lawnmower man? Well, I, you know what I in did? The cyber? What I did is I just dumped him into uh, a Christmas, uh, like a, a lingering Black Friday sale. And I just said, you know. You keep know, refreshing your keep, checkout yeah, until see, it see actually goes through. Deal. Yeah. So so he's he's trying to wait to check out. We're so we're going to pull him out of limbo in just a minute here. That's right. The so. pop up that says, I like cookies. Do you like cookies? <laughs> Not would you like <laughs> to accept cookies? I right. peace so bad. Uh, we'll be back after Zach peace. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. California has the largest population in the United States and the site of some of the most famous true crime cases in history. But there's more than meets the eye to the crime in California. Join Sean, Jessica, and Charles on the California True Crime Podcast as they cover crime both infamous and overlooked from around our state while looking at the deeper history that goes beyond beaches and movie stars. Okay, we are back. We are ready to be judged, but more importantly, we're ready to welcome Cliff Chamberlain to the pod. Cliffy, how's it going, man? Hey, fellas. Thanks for having me. It's going great. <laughs> so, Cliff... Uh, Nate, you, hey, Nate, you, I think you were one of like three people who calls me Cliffy. Is that right? I think, you were the, I think you're the first. I actually think you broke open... <laughs> Broke the barrier. Well, right clear, yeah, clear, a few people who call me that. Clearly, there was a groundswell of uh, demand for that. So, uh, <laughs> okay, so we grew up here in the Central Valley of California. Uh, all, all of us here on Bevs, and and Cliff uh, also shares that distinction. So, uh, I met Cliff when I was uh, a summer after my junior year. There was this camp called Camp Royale, hosted by uh, the Rotary Club, and it was like you know they picked they picked a few. Uh, kids to 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 go to this like leadership camp and since i was a runner up to brad uh, here for boys state boys state represent <laughs> i was i got the i got the i got the camp royale and uh fortunate for me because i was uh i ended up in a in a dorm in a bunk bunkhouse with cliff 
Uh, and so I had never met him, but he was at a near, he came from a nearby high school. And, uh, so this, this camp was like a cool, kind of a cool thing in the sense that like, it was a lot of kids who were pretty confident in who they were and pretty, pretty like, you know, had a lot of, a lot of talents and, and things that they were, they, they, they liked about what they were doing. And so it made for like a little bit of a comfortable space to kind of like show your stuff and, and not, not like be too uh, closed in. And so I remember, you know, like Cliff's thing was, was acting. Right. And, and so, uh, I remember him being a little bit nervous, but it, there's like a little bit of, a, it wasn't quite a talent show, but just like a little bit of a showcase. And so you can imagine this kind of like Greek theater style, you know, cement kind of bowl with this, with this thing. And, but there so, was also, it's also like the, the best of the best kids, right? It's yeah, not it's, like anybody could go to this yeah, yeah, thing. No, right? Yeah. So you have to be selected. So it's yeah. like kids that are like achieving and doing, doing cool things. Well, Cliff was a good student and, and a really, he's a really good golfer, but he also was like a really <laughs> great actor. And so, but I think, am I right, Cliff, at this time, you'd kind of like, you'd been in some productions in high school, but it wasn't like everybody knew you loved to act. It wasn't like you're, you weren't like, this is who I am. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I actually hadn't done any acting in high school oh, okay. uh, up I didn't to that point. That. Okay. Yeah. So what happened, my mom, I remember this, this is like uh, sort of my, uh, whatever origin story. Is oh, I like that. Goes, which, <laughs> which is really interesting because I mean, they, this, this, that camp really was like the, the true start of my whole career because, uh, First off, the thing that you, I think that the big detail you're forgetting is that that was the first year that they didn't do the camp co-ed. I didn't right? know that, but yeah, okay. So I remember that as a real specific thing that it was the first year they were they split up guys and girls, and I remember so many of the guys were just devastated and bummed that there would be no girls there. <laughs> if Nate, if and, Nate knew that, he was going to be super. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been pretty upset. Uh, well, and I, so I remember it being, oh gosh, this, this is going to, and what happened was all the, all the guys there got to let their guard down and stop being idiots and got to just kind of like relax into themselves. Right. And into yeah. the sort of camaraderie of each other. And so, yeah, so I, I, I hadn't done any acting in high school, but I had done this monologue. This okay. Piece so, that so, I, so, so, so we're so in the yeah. Greek theater, right? That's this like, yeah. sort of like everybody's sitting there. And, and so Cliff comes up to do this and again, like sort of like just like talent showcase kind of thing. And he just all of a sudden goes into the, the he's essentially playing an ad lib version of the character from Brad Pitt's character from 12 monkeys. And so, yeah, he's like, I had written it though. I had written it. I oh, okay. I didn't, written. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. So I didn't know. I, it, because look, it was I like, I remember a lot of details. <laughs> I remember a lot of the details of this because I'm no joke. It was really seared in my memory. Um, it was a total ripoff of 12 monkeys. Let's, let me just put that out there. Complete <laughs> ripoff. Um, but, uh, so I, I had done it at like a sort of a, a drama sort of like festival in, in high school my junior year, but nobody knew who I was as far as the I, drama department went. I hadn't done anything because when I was in eighth grade, you know, looking at making, making out classes for high school, I remember my mom was like, you shouldn't, don't go, don't do drama. That's like, you, that's where some kids are that are kind of like, you know, the outlier kids and maybe you don't want to get involved with the drama kids in high school. <laughs> and I listened to my mom. Apologies I was like, okay, totally. And you know, like, you know, at that point I was just, I had done a bunch of plays though in elementary school, like, you know, don't do drugs, musicals and save the earth musicals. So I knew that I loved it. Um, anyway, so I found my way back to it. So I wrote, I did that. I had written that monologue and I performed it at a festival. And then 
Yeah, then I broke it out. Yeah, so, so I think the, what he says about the sort of guys letting their guard down is critical, right? Because this is like a bunch of junior guys, right, that are, you know, the the height of like I can't be I can't think this thing is too cool because that makes me not that cool, yes. right? especially anything different, mm-hmm. right? And so Cliff goes into this twelve monkeys monologue and he's moving around like up into the up the steps and like in people's faces, and I mean it was dead silent, like people were mesmerized and into it. And so he goes in, he, in this like twelve you know, ten or fifteen minute thing and like people were just so locked in and so into it. And then it's just like he ends and it's like this sort of pause and silence and just an eruption. Like people go crazy. <laughs> now, now were you swearing? Because Brad Pitt swears a lot in that as that character. I don't know. That's a great question. I, I think there probably were a couple little swears in that. I don't yeah, know. Probably dropped Are a there? few swears. <laughs> <laughs> but so, there really is like, yeah, there's not a harder audience than yeah, a couple it, it, hundred high school guys. Dude, yeah, not yeah. when you're a high school oh, guy yeah. yourself. No. Yeah, for and sure. Yeah, dude, that's fucking ballsy. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was great. So 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 Cliff, so Cliffy and, and I sort of parted ways after camp and eventually found each other again in college and we roomed together uh, at UC Santa Barbara where he was he, he was in 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 uh, the drama department and and was did a lot of plays and was great. And then he went off to Chicago and spent a whole bunch of years doing stage acting and eventually got himself as an ensemble cast member in the super elite and the super elite. What, what, tell us about it, Cliff. Tell us how you, how that happened. With Steppenwolf? Yeah. So how do you become well, an ensemble cast oh, member? Oh, there's the train. Gosh. Yeah. Welcome to the I Valley. Texted him. I was like, no, I mean, I just said, Hey, that, that is a total feature of the report. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is not a bug. It is a feature. I mean, I, <laughs> I told Nate too. I was like, sometimes if I'm like bored out here in Indiana, I just I'm like, I'm gonna hang out with the PVK guys for an hour and a half. Awesome. I just listen to the train go by because that's where I grew up too. You know, I grew up in Manteca. Oh, Did you know. Did you ever say that, Nate? You know, I haven't yet. Central Valley is yeah. that's where I'm it's from. Well, hey, Indiana, that I'm train, sure. Man. Oh. Indiana is a lot colder right now because it was it was seventy degrees today. We were in t-shirts starting this yeah. pod earlier, so I'm sure out there it's yeah, a little bit a little bit cold. chillier. Yeah, so, so so he's a you yeah. became a Steppenwolf wolf after years of stage acting in Chicago. Steppenwolf, for those of you that don't know, the ensemble cast is a super you know sort of a super elite thing to to be invited to do. Uh, company of John Malkovich and. Uh, and uh, Gary Sinise and Joan Allen and like the list goes on. You, you, you know, you know, lots of these people from, from TV and from, uh, from movie acting and they're all elite stage actors. And so you sort of finally have, you, 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 you've done the stage thing. You've done TV. You've had a bunch of stints. You were uh, Mike Dunn for those of you that are Homeland fans. Uh, you were, were uh, the station chief on uh, the final season of that with Claire Danes. Uh, you had a run as a, yeah, serial- also, also written, also voted in a Reddit thread as the most annoying. <laughs> you won, <laughs> but you were supposed to be. Annoying, I think I was. Right? I think I was in the. I think I was in the like top three. It was like me. It was uh, and like Claire's the terrorist, husband, the uh, terrorist from season one, <laughs> and the yeah, and her husband that turns on her. My buddy, uh, my buddy Tracy Letts, who played Lockhart. Uh, Senator Lockhart in seasons three and four. He's another Stepmom Fonstall member who like just a good friend of mine and 
so me, so it was like a real badge of honor to have me and him in like the top sort of. That's awesome. I, I love that. I love that annoying character. I love that redditors would like never think that it, that you guys would see this, but you're like, oh yeah. fuck yeah, oh, I yeah. saw it. I mean, of course, <laughs> of course, I see everything. Uh, it's, it's the worst photo of me ever. Dude. <laughs> uh, so, so you're Kurt Tannen for uh, the full uh, run of State of Affairs with Catherine Heigl, a uh, series regular. Um, Nate, see, I'm seeing pictures of you in these in these roles, and you look much younger in person than you do on the screen. Are you oh, playing fantastic. older? Are you playing older actors in these parts? I actually have been. No, I've just played. I've been like, I've, I've been a 45 year old character ever since I was like 20. You're slowly making your age. 20s. I was playing the teacher along with all my friends who were playing the high school students. That's awesome. And now I think it's why I've been working still. Is that I'm actually finally the actual age. <laughs> You're <laughs> actually 45. Yeah, like, You're oh, well versed in it now. Yeah, but right. luckily I'm not playing like 60 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> and you got you, you just I just just got to watch you on the chair uh, uh, a few episodes as a as a role on the chair. You're on Dirty John for a few episodes. So a bunch of stuff on Netflix, uh, Altered Carbon that that you've uh, you were a regular on for a few episodes. So. Um, it, it, I got to tell you, it's actually really a, a trip, right? Like I, I, I see, I, you know, yeah. I turn on Netflix and to, to watch Cliff uh, do his thing, which is, you know, given our history is, is really cool. So here, here I want to, I, I, I wanted to ask you a couple of things. Um, but, but first let's talk love actually. So we did oh, love, yeah. we did love actually last week. And when I first contacted you about this, um, and I was like, here's some movies we're doing, we're going to do, you know, different drafts. I was like, you know, what, what do you like? And he's like, man, if I could do anything that's associated with love, actually, that would be my jam. I love that movie. So t- mm-hmm. what, what do you love about it? Is it because you want to be British? <laughs> <laughs> Golly. I mean, I went to, uh, London for the first time a couple of years ago when I was shooting Homeland, we were shooting Morocco. Hell yeah. And, um, and I had never been to, to England. And so the, it was wild. This the moment, you know, my last name is Chamberlain. It's as British as it cut as it gets. Right. And it was really wild stepping foot on that ground and being like, Oh my God, I'm home. Like, this is where <laughs> I'm from. It was, it was intense. Cause especially being in Morocco, which was really beautiful and fun and exciting, but was definitely like, oh, this is not where I'm from. And so to go to, to London was, um, you know, for, to fly from Morocco to there was a kind of cool experience to go from like new adventure in a new place to, wow, I've never been here, but it feels like I have been before. It was a real trip. Um, I, I fucking, that was awesome. And yeah, the, the British accent, even though I'm not really it takes me a little while is like the only that and Irish are the only two accents anyone has ever allowed me to do. You can slip in, uh, slip in and out real quick. Not really. I mean, (laughs) Irish, Irish, I I can do uh, a little bit at a, at a, at a hair's notice, but (laughs) but it gets, it gets tough. In fact, um, when I was, uh, I was trying to learn a Northern British accent, um, which is, a lot like, um, I think his name's Braun in Game of Thrones, right? Oh, okay. And that one's, it's it's hard. And I was studying, I was re- one of my doctors was, so now I'm like back and forth to Irish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was reading this, I was reading Go Dog Go to my daughters. Oh, classic. Um, one of my daughters, when I, I, I think. One of my favorites all time. Was, I think it was, yeah, it was my older daughter. She was just a few years old so i would read go dog go and it had a lot of the right sounds for this northern uh so every time i open that book up it's like 
do you like my hat? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't like your hat. Bye, bye. Every time I read it now, it's like right into the northern so, British. So, um, as an American, <laughs> as an American actor, is it is it something that you see a lot of Brits or Australians playing in like American accents, but you don't yeah. often see Americans playing like British or Australian accents? Is is it easier? Is it is that kind of like a common thing that it's just easier for? Brits and Aussies to, to do American accents? Brad just slipped right into an Irish accent, I think, right there. Did I? <laughs> I don't know. It's, I, I, I think, um, and I've, 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 I've noticed that before, and I think there's something about, um, I mean, I think it just has to do with the film and TV industry being so prominent here that it's, it's just like getting an, a, a sharper tool in your... Um, Arsenal, right? So if you're from uh, England or if you're from Australia, if you're from anywhere, like more movies and more TV shows are being made in the States. So learning any type of uh, American accent, yeah, you know, Southern, New York, uh, Boston, which is notoriously hard, California, like any of the accents here, like you're just going to increase your chances of working. Um, that makes so sense. I think that's probably what it has more to do with. Um, Opportunity. So, no. Anyways, Love Actually, uh, I just, I loved this movie. I saw it in the theaters. I remember seeing it in the theaters. And I've just been a huge sort of like romantic movie fan for a long time. And in fact, Nate, I think I have you really to thank for that as You're well. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> and uh, and, it, and it, I, I will also say, go, well, when because uh, I've seen the draft board, uh, and there's just a like a glaring omission, which almost makes, it really almost made me say, I don't know which one of these is Nate's, but Nate is going to lose automatically because I didn't see the, the most romantic gesture in the history of cinema on this board. And if Nate didn't pick it, then uh, it's really a bummer. We, and we so, were all saying anyways, how there's definitely there's definitely stuff that we've missed and we just don't know what it is yet. <laughs> oh well, I, well, I, listen. I was it was I was in the apartment A six, the apartment that I shared. That was our with college Nate. apartment. A six. Chimney coming sweep apartment. One day. I'm coming inside one day, and Nate's watching Notting Hill. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, dude, it's that's not Notting Hill, Hill's greatest movie ever. Like, that's right, one of my I'll top five down. of all time. That's actually that's true. I was like, <laughs> I'll sit down, I'll watch this dumb movie with Nate. I don't have anything else to do. And like an hour and a half later, I'm like, best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> like, so, so it really, I, I'll also say that it, I was sort of convinced for years and years, as, as memory does to you, that I found that movie. And it wasn't until thinking about this podcast that I was like, oh, shit, Nate. That was Nate. Yep. Nate introduced that movie to me. Oh man, I used um, to have a yeah. I, I was I was shameless even as a like twenty year old college dude. I was like, oh, oh yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna watch a rom. He's trying to get us all involved in his romantic comedy stuff. <laughs> well, Nate Nate was the first guy that yeah. I ever knew to go like watch a movie by himself. Like he would go watch a rom com by himself, and just that was like his jam. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't prefer it that way, but I'm, I'm not above that. <laughs> well, I think it's one of the things I've always appreciated about about you, Nate, is that you are just like I don't I don't care. I'm doing what I want to do, and I'm liking what I want to like. That works out sometimes, like, sometimes not so well. <laughs> a British rom com, and goddamn, I'm going to like this British rom com, and I'm not even going to worry about my college roommates. 
(laughs) Well, to be clear, this I I also had a standing date with Allie McBeal. You know, I never missed an episode when I was in college. So you know, (laughs) you know, friends, Allie McBeal. Yeah, yeah. that was was on brand. So, so, so love actually. So, what's your favorite? So love actually. Yeah. So I. So what I like about the movie is that I, you know, now there's just there's so many different storylines that you can follow as you grow older, right? So I've grown. Oh, as I've grown, I have like ditched storylines that don't uh, apply to me anymore, or don't appeal to me anymore, and I kind of lock in on different storylines. I'm sort of, you know, I, we watch it every Christmas, my wife and I. It's always on while we. It's one of the sort of present wrapping um, movies we watch. And in fact, I think one of your earlier podcasts, one of you had the brilliant idea of having just the like. Uh, uh, home screen uh, right that, that's the actually home screen that's the, the way nick falls menu. asleep every night yeah yeah the dvd the menu, DVD menu yeah. Screen of, yeah so that the love actually is top three it's amazing yeah. the music is incredible it's that heart it's kind of like just yeah. floating there and i that is that makes me think of wrapping presents because it's always just sitting there on um so yeah so of course when i was younger the sort of andrew lincoln um, Kira Knightley, uh, that storyline was always like I locked in with just as uh, someone who, you know, was desperate to find someone to love. And um, and uh, that was sort of closer to the age. But as I've gotten older, I mean, really, Emma Thompson is the, uh, the to me, the like unassailable MVP of this movie and that storyline. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, and I think what she does as an actress is so, so hard. And and so this one, I watched it last night and today just to sort of prep for this. And and I always knew that what she did in that movie was impressive. Um, but now as someone who's been married a long time and who knows how hard it is to and how um, difficult and how incredible, but how, how much work you have to put into a, a marriage and stuff um, to watch her deal with the sort of like her marriage and that sort of falling apart and the strength that she has um, in dealing with it is fucking amazing. She has this moment where, you know, she finds out um, about the necklace and she gets the Joni Mitchell CD, Mm -hmm. right? And she takes a moment to go into her bedroom and she's crying, right? And it's, first off, it's just, crying is hard to do as an actor and and to do it realistically and to make it seem like you're trying to stop, which is, you know, like, because I I know for myself, if I've been in scenes where I've had to cry and like when it's happening there, there can can often be this inner voice of being like, holy shit, I'm doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh my God. Like this is, and that's why I am, me and emma thompson is emma thompson she's (laughs) trying to stop right yeah she's like you can see her trying to stop and that and it's it's really impressive i mean when she walks she does this thing where oh sorry keep going oh no go ahead i was gonna say when she walks into the room and and the family is there and she tells the kids oh hey you know we gotta go you guys are already i'm like that oh my god it's just heartbreaking oh yeah but when she fixes the bedspread yeah before she leaves that room Uh, to me it's like those details as an actor um i really i I just pick up on is i love to i love those moments because i makes me think like did she do that 
in every take? Did the director tell her to do that? Why did she like she know like it's it's a duality. It's 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 juggling a lot of things at once, which is my marriage is over. I'm embarrassed. I'm mortified. I'm really heartbroken, but I don't want my bed to look. Yeah. Like I, I'm still the I'm still the matriarch. I still run this house. And by God, like I'm not going to let this fall apart. It's very British, right? I'm going to sort of keep calm and carry on. Yep. It's unbelievable. And and whoever decided to do it, I, I sort of like in my imagination, give it to her um, that she did it just instinctually. It's fucking incredible. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, th- I've had moments where over time, like the music really, really, there's a chords in that, in that score and in the, um, that will, I, I actually just can't not cry. It's weird. It's like, oh shit, boom. It's like, <laughs> bum, 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 boom. Right when Colin Firth, uh, um, right when those two characters meet, like in the diner when he goes to uh, um, Portugal to get a, to get the girl and stuff. So um, I don't know, some of those moments, there, there are some real moments as, of, of actors at the top of their game. Um, because the other thing that I've watched, uh, that I've noticed as I've watched it is that certain things, like if you pull a few threads and a few of the storylines, some things really, uh, can fall apart. And, um, but some of the act, like the, the, uh, the extras scene, um, (laughs) what are they uh, shooting? You're an actor. What are they shooting in that scene? A high end porn? uh, (laughs) Porno doesn't have (laughs) stand-ins. It's not, that's not happening. I mean, no. that, that's like, first off, no one's getting nude as, as extras or standards, <laughs> right? And it's just like, so none of that is, is realistic. But what I, I, and this is something that I was interested too in, like, as a viewer, what make, what will pull me out of the story and what won't? And some, like that, I'm like, oh, I, that's not going to happen. Yeah. For right? some reason, that, nipples that, keeps us locked in. <laughs> but to me it's talking about traffic right it's the it's the small things that they're doing those two actors um are doing to sort of like just keep it grounded that makes the unbelievability what's more unbelievable in that scene is that um the pa who seems to be in two different worlds at the same time like He's all he's with Colin at the, yeah, at the wedding reception for some reason, Tony. And then he's suddenly so the editing and the t- I can't really figure out time in this in, in this movie. Um, and that sort of bugs me as I've rewatched it a bunch of times. He's he can't be in both places. He because they, they're not shooting that scene over multiple days. I mean, now as an actor, I know scheduling. They're getting that thing done in one day. It's one location. They were like, so. It, but there are multiple days happening on other scenes with Colin. It just, it all falls apart. That to me is like, <laughs> what is happening? Um, so so I'd, I'll, I'll much more buy a whole crowd of people following Colin Firth down the street in Portugal <laughs> to the restaurant than that character being in two different places at once. Um, so I, you know, like there, again, there are certain things about it that I, when I watch it too, I, as I love Hugh Grant, right? I mean, I just, and I think what he does too, I mean, there's some power dynamics in the movie with, you know, men in positions of power and their assistants that I think is like, oh, I didn't see that when I was 21. But now I'm like, I'm not sure any of that's cool. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, she's, yeah. she, he sort of re- relocates Natalie to another uh, 
part of the uh, prime minister's residence when she didn't do anything wrong. It's like, oh man, that sucks. So we like it. She's such a. We likened it to Monica Lewinsky earlier. It's uh, it's yeah. it's very uh, and the, the Brits are like, it's okay. Our president can can fucking intern. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, luckily she's such a badass that, and 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 what I think he, you know, part of what Hugh Grant does naturally is sort of, you know, he he's good at sort of playing foppish, right? That's what his sort of thing. So you sort of naturally put them on le- on an equal level, but. If you're also remembering in the back of your mind, oh, he's a prime minister and she's she works in his. Uh, it's not yeah. cool. Yeah. So mm-hmm. some of that stuff, I so I really find myself being drawn to the the relationships in the movie now, of, on equal footing, um, where the where the men and the women are on equal footing, which is why again Emma Thompson, that one I I love Laura Linney's character in that story, even though with. Uh, that's another thing I wanted to say too, as an actor, I've, I've always noticed Laura Linney's brother, um, that actor is coming in on one day. I, I, I just know it, that, that scene is being, his stuff is being shot in one day. And that is one of the hardest things to do oh. as an actor is to come in on a set and you have one day to nail your stuff and your scene partner is Laura Linney. And you have to, you really have got to bring it. And, and every time I watch it, whoever that guy is, I can't, I don't know his name. I didn't look his name up, but he's pretty incredible. And he does something too, where he goes and he tries to hit her, right? She stops, she stops him. And then, and he kind of keeps going. And then a little bit, she puts his hands, she puts her hands like on his legs and then she takes her hands back and he reaches back for her hands. Like here, I don't let go of me. Now, as a, as a character, that's perfect, right? But as an actor, the, the double hard part about that is that you have to grab Laura Linney's hands. Right? Like, <laughs> and you just it, met her. And that's, yeah, yeah, you just met her. And you have to, you have to make a, an action towards this major movie star and hope to God that she's like, hey, look, uh, don't touch me. <laughs> um, I was going to ask about that. I also pa- heard that. I'm sorry. I was going to ask, gonna ask about that power dynamic of when you are with somebody who's maybe considered an A-lister. I mean, do they immediately tell maybe lower level actors like, okay, here's what you can and can't do? I mean, is that ever expressed? I to- haven't had that. No, not really. And I and this it's interesting because I've also heard that Laura Linney is like fucking amazing two actors um who are coming on to uh or coming into sort of her set uh, coming onto her set like that that is the type of actor that she is um and i think like for myself because that's that's generally generally what i am is uh is especially on tv sets i haven't done a lot of movies the only movie i think um i was talking to nate about this like the one movie i've done that i think anyone might have seen is called win it all uh which you know is like um, I think there, one of you guys was talking about drinking buddies and was talking. I about, think it was Walter uh, from uh, from Last. Yeah, Call. our buddy from from Last Call. He's he oh, talked yeah, about yeah. it. He so didn't like it though. Buddy, <laughs> my buddy. Yeah, I mean, I was like, hey, it's my that's my buddy Joe who did drinking buddies in this movie. Win it all. Um, but again, with that, like, I'm on that set for one day, and my scenes really with Jake Johnson, right? Who's a producer on the movie, he's a big, big star, and I'm just hoping that. Uh, he's a cool guy, which he, which he was. I think what I have found is that anybody who's 
a, a big star or the number one on the call sheet um, or, or, or an actor who has, they have a lot to do. They have a lot of work. They have a lot of lines to memorize. They have a lot of responsibility. They have a lot of weight on their shoulders. So what my job is, is to be a supporting actor, to support, right? To support their work, to support the story. And that means coming in, knowing my lines, having an idea and being ready to be really good, really fast. Um, it's sort of easier said than done. It's taken, it's taken me time to sort of figure out how to do it. Um, and, and I, one of my favorite things to do is to, is to watch that moment where someone who is the number one on the call sheet go like, Oh, Oh, okay, cool. All right. We're acting today. This is great. Here we go. That's gotta be fucking awesome. Yeah. It's, it's happened. It's happened enough times for me that, um, it's just one of my favorite things because anybody, I, I haven't really had any moments with anybody who hasn't been cool. I mean, and again, they, those those people have a lot of responsibility, and it's fucking hard. And the, the hours are really long. And it's a it's a strange, you know. It's like at the end of the day, we're just actors and we're just playing make believe. But there is a, an interesting sort of mental uh, focus that can get draining over long hours, and it's a strange job too. You know it. it um, so yeah, so I've had a couple, and I've had some, I've had some, some um, actors of that caliber who have done me some real, real solids over time, and um, have been really cool to me. I mean, Claire Danes was about as nice and warm as you could get on Homeland, and um, just in terms of being welcoming and being uh, receptive to things that I would do. And um, Joel Kinnaman once on uh, Altered Carbon was saw that it was like my first day on on set and i had to have this big huge crying scene and um what happens at the very end of the right before you shoot a lot of times there's uh the hair and makeup department and they're completely doing their job it's what they're supposed to do it's called last looks well they'll come in they'll sort of touch you up with uh, makeup and hair and they're sort of right in your face but it there's like this bell going in the background they're like all right everybody's set you know this everyone camera one all get cameras ready the first ad is calling everyone to get set and um and it's right up into the last second uh, people are in your face working and then it's like all right go action and joel in a really cool way was like i think give him a few extra seconds y'all to the hair and makeup people in a really nice way and, and really like taking ownership sort of of it is my show i can see this actor needs a few extra seconds and he helped me a lot he just gave me like 10 extra seconds and 10 extra seconds on a set is, is an eternity. Hmm. Um, wow. And I've had a lot of people be really gracious to me like that over time. So very cool. That's so crazy. It's been cool. So guys, do we want to, are we ready to be judged? Oh God. Oh my <laughs> I'm so, so ready. By yeah. the, the, the level of talent. The level of talent. This is the screen here is oh, intimidating. This might oh, yeah. this I might count for two W's. <laughs> hey Cliff, so it is it oh, is man. right now we have uh Nate and Nick both have five wins. Zach and myself, we are at four wins. So this is a a okay. very, very instrumental uh uh award here tonight. So, okay. so, so, so give us a little bit about, so, so, so all our judges do it a little bit different. So, yeah. uh, tell us a little bit about how you approached the list, uh, the, ju- the, the judging process. Yeah. Well, I heard, I've heard Scotch Beck, 
do uh, some amazing work with numbers. <laughs> oh, and, uh, yeah. And so, like, you know, and uh, which I'm very impressed by. And also, like, I, I got into acting so that I don't have to. <laughs> yeah, <podcast. laughs> um, that's not, <laughs> not going to be my, my method. I'm totally based on instinct and feel. And uh, I sort of just go off of my own. Um, and also, too, like, I will also say, like, I'm an actor, so, and actors are sort of inherently narcissistic. So if any of these were picks that I picked, you sort of I naturally lean towards, like, oh, yeah, that's what I thought. So, <laughs> okay, and, but- and, and with that in mind, if there are things that I thought should be on the list that were not, I'm like, okay, I, 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 I have a bone to pick. Come on. <laughs> All right. So, Brad, why don't you read the list back, uh, read the teams back. Are we doing that? No. Uh, when he chooses teams. Oh, okay. We'll All right. Okay. Okay. We'll read them. Okay. All right. All right, Cliffy. So, so okay. So, so give it. Give us your. So, so my basic thing was, I, I mean, I'm not ashamed to say that over the years, I've definitely thought about um, the Academy Awards, the Tonys, the Emmys. And when those awards are given out, there's one winner and there's a whole bunch of people sitting in the audience <laughs> smiling. At, uh, so there's not going to be any places. There's going to be oh, a winner oh, and just there's going to be one. three guys. Three losers. Need to just suck it up. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> three fucking losers. You're going to have to get the, the applause well, button well then, well, then maybe I should go through the teams real quick. Okay, well, let's so, go, yeah, let's, let's go through the teams real quick. So, so team one, we had Lloyd Dobler, uh, Say Anything, John Cusack, Boombox, very famous. Uh, Steve Carell, 50-year-old virgin, sells all of his toys for his girl. Uh, the Notebook, <laughs> reading the story of her love life when she has dementia. And finally, Brad Cooper gives her the letter, Silver Linings Playbook. Team two, forgetting Sarah Marshall, Peter takes down the photo. Uh, Romeo and Juliet, Leo scales the walls in enemy territory to profess his love. Uh, up, Carl bringing Ellie's house to Paradise Falls. And uh, Amelie, scavenger hunt with photo booth costumes, etc. Team three, dirty dancing, interrupting the dance. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Uh, you complete me, Jerry Maguire. Leo gives the floating door to Rose, Titanic. And Wesley rolls down the hill saying, as you wish, Princess Bride. And team four, Richard Gere, pretty woman, climbs up the fire escape. Uh, Noah builds her dream house, the notebook. Cardboard signs, love actually. And the wedding singer, Robbie serenades Julia on the plane. Okay, so... Uh... Are we going to talk about the 50-year-old virgin? <laughs> I was going to. Dude, did you say 50-year-old virgin? Yeah. Did, did I say 50? It's all good. Oh, 40-year-old. I, I wrote it as 40. Did I say 50? Sorry. Brad would have texted us after this pod and said, I said 50-year-old virgin. Why don't you fuckers say anything? Doesn't make it weird. <laughs> right, I'm right. just a guest. All right. <laughs> all right, Cliffy. So, 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 you've got, uh, so, so, so you've got a winner. Do you want anything? Yeah, you so let me just talk about, though. Well, yeah. yeah, let me just talk about like, so a lot of times too, when I, when I get a script and stuff, I mean, one of the, there are times when you assume, you know, a word, you assume, you know, what, you know, what's in your dialogue. And, and then there's other times when you actually look up the definition to know uh, what, what exactly is this? So I wanted to t- think about what is a gesture, right? What is, oh, okay. what is it? Uh, what, what is a gesture? What's the definition of a gesture? And a gesture is uh, an action performed to convey one's feelings uh, or intentions. Okay, okay. Now, an action is really important because an action, to me, is also what I sort of like linked on to as an actor. With if, if you're going to be truly romantic, you need to be doing something. You need to be uh, acting on something, right? Um, and so 
it didn't do most of the list was was pretty spot on in terms of that but uh there were a few times where i was like oh this this is actually isn't as much of an action as i want it to be and there are a couple actions also uh were I, I sort of like negated because i also didn't like what was coming behind it which is also in uh an intention. Why are you doing something? I'm glad you, you thought of this stuff. Action. I like that. I like that. It's Cliff's oh no so, factor. Oh no. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, so, oh so, no. so, so, what, are the, oh what, no. what are a couple, before you reveal, what are the, what are the couple of the, the ones that you thought were less actiony than they should have been? Well, I'll tell you. And, it, uh, yeah. So Wesley rolling down the hill saying, as you wish, is a reaction. Right. He gets pushed. The actual action. The actual romantic gesture in that is Her. is Princess Buttercup throwing herself down the hill for Wesley. Oh, that's that's the romantic gesture. I would I would argue right? the romantic gesture is all the shit that led up to him being there in that moment, and not the actual well, I, him throwing him off the, himself off the hill. Yeah, sure, but it's, but I don't think the. I don't think your category is romantic gesture. Agreed. I think I think the guy the guy that picked that is a dumbass. For sure. For sure. There was some debate no, about listen. what the correct scene was. So I understand Princess Bride. I mean, look, him scaling the the um the, the of doom. The, yeah, fuck yeah. That that's an action. That's a simple act. He climbs that cliff to get to Princess Buttercup. Even just picking the picture up off of the ceiling and handing it to her surviving the um the torture chamber that's in it like those are but but roll whoever picked that one picked the wrong one and <laughs> thank you just said thank princess you buttercup, <laughs> have they just said princess buttercup <laughs> rolling down the i'm hill. really glad you thought of this stuff god man okay so what what was one that, on the same what, page. what was the one so that another you, one the, okay yeah, so another ahead. one uh, in terms of like so i also wanted to think about romance and what does it mean to be romantic and some of the uh, one of the things that I don't find romantic at all is stealing your best friend's. Oh, wife. Cliff, we are on and the so, same page, brother. I so love, the love it. actually cardboard sign pick, which seems romantic, is actually a, one of the worst things. <laughs> one of the worst do. picks you could <laughs> ever make in this draft. <laughs> exactly, be, it's more it's more romantic to do nothing to eat that love. And go find your own girl. There it is. Okay? Plenty of British so chicks with bad teeth. Speaking that truth. Because <laughs> it's, it's also, you know, first, the video is borderline stalkerish. It's also super short. I don't know what. It's like He edited it down long. to like 40 seconds. I it's mean, it's like, what the? He, and he says, though, he says, I need to put it tweaking. And, and yeah. like, no, it doesn't. He usually it comes needs. before the end of that 40 second video. Oh my God. It's the director's cut. <laughs> I will say. Yeah, Andrew Lincoln's. Uh, he does a triple turn when he leaves the. Um, yeah, we talk, he yeah. leaves he with says, the massive he trip, turtleneck zip, and then the big linked up <laughs> the music soundtrack. Uh, the transformer. That's tough. The triple turn. So that one, I was like, okay, so that one's going to just be negated. Um, and then uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, and then one of the other things that I think that I find incredibly romantic is when is when there is sacrifice involved, right? Is when you, uh, well, a couple things. One, um, when you sacrifice something and when you actually have to give something up, which a lot of these choices have, um, and one of them is a clear cut winner in that category. Um, and then, 
but I also think that if you're going to truly be romantic, you can't say you were trying to be romantic seconds later. So Bradley Cooper giving the letter when he says I was trying to be romantic, I automatically throw that out because well, you just you just totally destroyed any type of romance. You can't try to be romantic and be romantic at the same time. That's a in Cooper my move. Personal opinion. <laughs> Cooper's like, I want to throw this in there. What do you think? <laughs> so. I will say, um, so now, so getting, so I'll get right to my winner yes. first, because that's okay. how they do it at the awards. And I will say that team three, despite Wesley rolling down the hill, is my winner. Oh! <laughs> that was the biggest red herring ever. Boom. I thought Nick was for sure going to lose. Oh, I was like, dude, oh. somebody's getting five wins tonight. Oh, oh my Cliff. God. Shit. I want to call you Cliffy, so, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> we are not no, there yet. God damn it, I'm yeah, happy. It's like, it's Nate. It's Nate and my buddy Tracy. Woo! Oh, like, man. A lot of this stuff. Oh, thank me you, and Tracy Letts are the guys that call you Cliffy? Oh, man. Thank you, Cliff. Uh, no, yeah, no, but that's he, better but than anyone. Anyway. Oh. So the look the on Zach's face just one. makes me so damn happy. I can't believe. He's, he's going to drop the reasons. I'm, <laughs> Zach's I, I, mouth. We're going to have to talk some Titanic here. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> that. Okay. So I think I think this one wins, really, because in my thinking about what I find romantic in terms of sacrifice too, like Leo giving the floating door to Rose and literally dying for the, that love um, is the, is the, that, that to me is my number one of my number one picks. It's not my most romantic gesture. We're going to talk about how this bitch could have scooted over. She could have scooted over on the door a little bit. Maybe, but, but maybe Leo climbs onto the door. Cliff, was there some other but things floating again, around? Couldn't they have found some other thing for him to uh, jump? Erroneous, onto? erroneous. But I don't. I look I, I, again. If you if you want to, that to me is not what the category is. The category is a gesture. He, he made that gesture to her to give her the door. So that's that's all I'm going off of, right? And. As an actor, like you need to make an action in this scene that's that's a romantic gesture. Would it have ruined now, it if Leo said, love. "Remember that time when I gave you the door, Rose? <laughs> remember, remember that time? Just get over." I planned earlier to give you the door when the plane now, when it went is, down. Look, that's not to say that's not to say that if I'm Leonardo DiCaprio and James Cameron is telling me, "Here's the scene," I don't go, "Hey, uh, Jimmy." I don't know if this makes sense. Yeah. Can, can Kate just slide over and then we both live? It doesn't, it actually doesn't make sense. Can I grab this, uh, you know, this giant um, chest over here? That's, that, yeah, sure. That's when that breaks down. But as a character <laughs> doing something, uh, that one to me. Takes also, what I think Dirty Dancing has and uh, Jerry Maguire has is a tiny bit of sacrifice in terms of, uh, or the like, overcoming something which is is coming into a public setting to profess some sort of love right which is not easy to do as a character and those both those characters i mean um patrick squeezy and step has already been kind of kicked out and he has to come into that room and 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 make that gesture in front of a lot of people and he's sort of risking even if it's just shame or embarrassment in that room that to me i find is pretty incredible and then Obviously, uh, Jerry Maguire and stuff. That room is a room of strong women. Her sisters in that room. Like you got to come in and you got to just bury your soul in that room. It's a tough room. Um, and so uh, those two things, I think, for those three, I that was that was the winner. And the, even just getting near Princess Bride, I was happy with that because that's one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time. Well, it's now the amazing other movies. Taste. The other movies. Let me just so let me just say every all the other ones were. 
obviously as any sort of like award winner would say, Hey, just happy. Job. <laughs> Great job, everybody. I'm not, I wanted to win. Cliff, Cliff, can Mickey we say at sucked. least, can we at least say, I know you said you're going to give three losers, but can we at least say number two was team was the second place? Yeah. <laughs> number two is team one, right? Thank you, Cliffy. Uh, Team two was second well, place, just, correct? No. no. Can't call it. Can we at no, least say that that if, if a certain person had, had not gone with the Love Actually scene and instead put in Notting Hill, he probably would have won? Nope. I don't think so either. Well, I think he what, still Yeah, lose. I mean, what not, if you would have put in the Notting Hill, Julia Roberts showing yeah, up that, and given him that painting, I mean, my God. It's not even close. What about, what about the weird close. cousin in Wedding Crashers drawing that picture for Vince Vaughn? <laughs> <laughs> Is that, does that, would I, that have got actually, any points? That's the brother, dude. It's pretty I, romantic. That that's pretty romantic. What so, about, what about sure. Sam, Sam Wise carrying Frodo up to <laughs> Dylan? Would that have won? That's a good one, too. That's a good one, too. I mean, I also That's thought a about pick. Super Bad. I thought about Super Bad. I think, one, I think, I think it's... Um, Seth and Evan booping uh, each other's noses. Sarah? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, one of them's carrying the other one, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Isn't yeah. Michael Sarah carrying Jonah Hill down the street? Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, I had, I had, you know, I had Punch Drunk Love on there, too, when Adam Sandler shows up to the uh, mattress store with the phone still in his hand. Oh, that's amazing. And uh, that's kind of an incredible scene. Um, I mean, I... I think you got. I, I'm surprised no one had. I got to go see about a girl. I mean, drives across country to go get Skyler. Wow. He, he drops. That's the. That's the other reason I was like, Nate, what's happening? So I, mean, I, he, I don't he turns think... down the job to drive across the country but, to but, go get Skyler. So I guess I. But I. But I think like for me that scene is more about him like acknowledging that Robin Williams has helped him than it is that that gesture. You know, I mean, I get, I see it going forward, but like we don't get to see that or feel the impact of that. Whereas, like for me, the scene and I got to go see about a girl is really about his relationship with Robin Williams. I'd say Robin Williams should Robin, get the yeah right. should get the the, the vote there because for when he gives up the the red sign oh, ticket, yes. point yeah that's yeah. that's the the romantic gesture. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. That's right. That's, that's solid. right. So There's Cliff, that's damn, that's a good Cliff. One. Look at team. Uh, look at team one yeah. there. So so if I had gone yeah. instead of Silver Linings Playbook with my last pick, if I had gone Daniel Sun fighting to the death in a Japanese death match in in Karate Kid two, would that have won it for me? Yeah. I'm just curious. I would have definitely gotten. Oh, I should have gone with my instincts. Especially God damn because, it! Especially because he just does the uh, the honk the at the end. Oh, That's so God. romantic. Oh God damn it! I, I will say, look, let me just talk because I I want to talk about I wanted to say nice things about everybody too. Oh yeah. Uh, so Lloyd Dobler, obviously, that's like a, a, a pretty. Is that the correct? Is that the correct number? Scene. That's just the one, one, one I one. think is that of the, when they the said one the category. One? Yeah, I, it's, I think it probably is the one of one, but it's such an obvious one of one that yeah. I, it's tough. But tough I also one. like, look, it's obvious because it's a good one. But I think what's more impressive to me about that as an actor is John Cusack's commitment to holding that boombox. <laughs> you got to do that a long time. That's not just in the Many movie, takes. It's 30 seconds. Yeah. That actor is John Cusack is holding that thing up for hours. hours. <laughs> That's so crazy. Multiple nice. takes, multiple shots. Um, again, Steve Carell selling all his toys. That's a sacrifice that I, again, it's like someone doing something and the notebook, that's a long time of reading to her. So right. That's also one that I, I find is pretty, pretty damn impressive. She doesn't even um, know. And he's still being romantic and she doesn't even know what's happening. That's the best fucking yeah, part. That that's a damn good one too. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I have not seen, I, oh. even, I haven't seen in a long time and I couldn't find that scene 
even online. So it's because I it has apologize. Mila Kunis's fake boobs in it, so you can't see it on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> That's true. Okay, there you go. Um, Romeo and Juliet. I mean, obviously, scaling. Uh, you know, Romeo going into Capulet territory and scaling that wall is again. That's totally. Uh, risking a lot you know risk is the other thing up and carl building the house i think is another one that i thought i i thought of as well it's pretty impressive and and amelie i haven't seen in a long time but i also wanted to give a shout out bonus point to the only choice that is from a woman's perspective i mean i know we're all guys but that is the only one that centered a woman so well done uh number two not even uh, second place <laughs> not even <laughs> second place boys 24 percent of our audience agrees with that uh, but uh and then uh richard gear overcoming again overcoming sacrifice like that one i thought was pretty pretty great noah building the house i thought was cool too just because he's building that without knowing that she's ever like he just does it um without sort of any expectation which i think is pretty romantic um and then the wedding singer that song is that's a great scene too i mean you just, again it's a public space and uh um is a really sweet scene, but because the love actually one gives me set, leaves such a bad taste in my mouth, I had to. I'm going to shut up about that. that I think I've I've made my last case for that take. I've clearly been shouted down here on this. <laughs> multiple facets. Um, I wanted to say too. I, I um I think the you know I think Ghost was maybe a missed opportunity. Um, yeah. to me that the, you know there's obviously the um the uh, scene at the wheel where they're making the pottery or whatever, but the, I, I also find the most romantic gesture part is when he goes into Whoopi Goldberg's body and that dance is a real romantic gesture because there's multiple things happening at once um I think uh I think Dumb and Dumber is has a I mean these are I know it's platonic kind of romance but when he sells the um oh gosh the shagging wagon the uh, the dog wagon yeah. yeah Yeah, he sells it for the uh, for the scooter uh, in, in a way to sort of save their sort of relationship. <laughs> I just think it's a pretty great gesture. And then um, if you've seen the movie Moonlight, uh, which is written by yeah. the story, the yes. play was written by a friend of mine, and the movie is based on it. Um, Terrell Alvin McCraney, who's also a Stephanie Ensemble member, I mean, that movie is just sort of laced with a lot of – they're really small gestures of sort of like um, – that I just find to be – pretty fantastic and this, this sort of phone call that's it's sort of alluded to at the end uh of the movie is sort of like i don't know that movie is really powerful i remember seeing the movie and then or seeing it in the theaters and um being really struck by it and i love terrell so and then my last one too is whale rider have you ever seen whale rider oh my god no like an amazing movie it's not really a love story it's like a it's a new zealand it's a movie out of new zealand i saw it like in 2003 when i first moved to chicago and um this young girl character sort of has this moment with this whale at the end where again, it's not really romantic in this sort of any sort of like sexual sense, but in terms of love, like, and just express an expression of love. So she, she, she sort of helps this beached whale get back in the water. It's just kind of an amazing moment. And she's sort of like, anyways. So, so Cliff, earlier you said there was a pick that Nate didn't make that you were hoping it. Which which of those yeah, was Notting that? Was the Notting Hill. Hill. Notting Hill. Hill. Okay, okay. I can't, can't believe. I mean, not only that, but then Hugh Grant like racing across London yeah, to get I to know. her and asking I, her a question. That, I, I, you know. I sometimes don't trust my instincts, uh, and it doesn't work out. And then sometimes I do, and it doesn't work out. So you know. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, there you have it, uh, Nick pulling ahead, number six. Uh, 
Cliffy, what do you got coming up next? I know you got, I know you got the minutes. Tell us about that. So the minutes is a, a play that we did at Steppenwolf a couple of years ago when we were about to premiere it on Broadway. We were three days away from opening when the pandemic hit. And um, so we're coming back in, we opened in April, I believe, of next year on Broadway. It's a play that Tracy Letts wrote. Um, it's directed by Ann Shapiro. It's got a bunch of great actors and actresses in it. So yeah, that's happening in in April in New York. Um, and then uh, I just did a couple episodes of Walker, okay. the Texas Ranger reboot. Nice. Oh, wow. just aired on the, on the CW. Right. Uh, and then um, I did this show called Paper Girls, which is going to be on Amazon Prime. I don't know when it's going to come out, but we shot it here in Chicago. And it's based on a graphic novel. Um, so that's coming out. And then I got, there's a bunch of my stuff that's around. I mean, when a lot of people are like, oh, what have you been in? I'm like, ah, lot stuff, you know, <laughs> Nate mentioned the chair and, and Homeland. It's hard. I have a hard time sort of like, um, self-promoting at times, but, um, I mean, from where I'm sitting, man, it, I'm, it looks like you're living the dream, brother. I mean, really, <laughs> it seems to me you're Thanks. living the dream. Oh, it seems it, pretty man. fucking awesome. Yeah. I love what I do. It's, it's a, it's an, I have some, I've had some incredible, incredible experiences and people that have, taught me a lot and just to sort of be able to fill out my taxes with actors was all I sort of ever wanted to do and I've seen some pretty great places in the world met some cool people and I just get to be an actor it's awesome <laughs> it's pretty fucking cool. awesome really, hey yeah. th- Cliffy thank you so much for coming on dude it's it's Thanks always good me, guys. yeah thanks uh, Cliff and uh we will if you if you're willing we will surely bug you again to come uh hang hang with us uh, for real and you don't even have to pretend you can just come hang with us sometimes no well, anytime <laughs> hold on i also want to say too cuz i know you guys are, i'm drinking uh three fluids barbarian oh. Haze. Oh. oh i like three that can is, that's uh, a badass can yeah three Three Floyds is a. I'll try to get you guys a case. Uh, oh, sweet. And send it out there. Three Floyds is a local brewery here in Munster. They have a, a um, uh, just a lot of great beers and yeah. We, we love we love our local brewery. We're cases. supporting the local so beers. Awesome. Yeah, and I just want to say too, like I I love what you guys are doing and and uh, thanks very much for having me. Thank you, awesome. brother. Awesome, brother. Awesome, thanks, Cliff. Cliff. Hey, thanks, man. All right, we'll we'll uh, we will see you on the next round. All right. Well, Nick taking the clear lead there. Thanks. Thanks again to Cliffy for uh, giving us, giving us some insights. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the interview and the draft. Now we don't plan on getting any more dubs, right? So this is, that was the, that, that's the year end standings is Nick and the lead oh, by one. And what's yeah. the, what's the final score? That means I win the year. I think no, 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 no. Oh, this is a cumulative until we stop doing the pod. These okay, the W's are going until we end this pod. Yeah, one (laughs) of one of us has to die or get kicked out, and then we start it over. Okay. Oh man, I can't wait to murder you all. Nice shot. (laughs) Nice shot. shot (laughs) Trying to think of reasons why one of us would get kicked out. (laughs) All right. So next week is Christmas week. Uh, We will be dropping our Home Alone pod uh, next twenty first. And then on the 23rd, our final pod of 2021 will be a draft of the most memorable or the best kid Christmas movies. And we will have none other than a mix of our kids on judging our taste. You guys think the movie's called Home Alone, but at my house it's called Home Balone. 
<laughs> I don't know where it started, but that's what all of my kids call it. Home alone. That's all right. No. All right. Well, that's it. So, folks, thanks again for uh, tuning in. Tell your friends about us. Uh, tell your uh, social media about us, and uh, and follow us. Find us. Hey, and look up Cliff's IMDb and just start watching all his stuff. Yeah, Cliff Chamberlain. He's awesome. Super talented. All the stuff he's in is great. You should check it out. All right, guys. We're out. Bye bye. Don't touch that dial just yet, folks. This is Brad from the BVK Pod. Right now, we're going to play a song, I'll Be All Right, from Scotch Beck. This is a live version that he recorded from his album, The Ballad of Bosco Jenkins. Go to scotchbeck.com. Go check out all the shirts, the CDs, the things that you can give to your friends and family for Christmas. Great stocking stuffers. Uh, It's a great song. Once you hear it, go check them out. something